Okay, welcome everybody to the Divine Roots podcast. We're doing a very special episode here where um, Paul has come in and we're getting to do this podcast inside of a fundraiser that we're doing for our, our nonprofit, the Lighthouse Theater, which is doing a 24-hour uh, event. And so Paul came in like an angel to help us <laughs> cover some of the time, some of the mm-hmm. 24 hours. And so we thought it would be great right in the middle to take a second to slow down and to get centered. And, and that's really what the Divine Roots podcast is all about, is about helping, helping us and through helping us help others to go down into those divine roots that we have and and really tap into what's true underneath the surface and uh so welcome paul thank you for coming in it's always a pleasure thank you for having me back and yes definitely we do need to tap into that tremendous energy of peace and grounding and center what you guys need now for sure we do <laughs> you know i was having this uh you you were asking a second ago how we're feeling you know how we are right now and i don't know if you guys had this realization but it's a it becomes an interesting thing when you um if you're if you're doing one thing for long enough you crave something else if this makes sense right and so I was, I was thinking of this concept of we've, we've, since we've started, I've had the table up on a stool where I had a footrest. Then there was a time for about an hour that I was standing. Then there's been a time for about an hour that I'm sitting. And, and if, if you're sitting long enough, you crave standing. And if you've been standing long enough, you crave sitting. And I found this I found this idea to be very interesting when it comes to our balance in life and understanding that we can get out of balance pretty easily. You want to maybe talk into that idea? Too much of anything is no good. So we always talk about how fun it is to be on a mic and how um, fun it is to express ourselves through the mic and share information even that too much of that sometimes you could feel a little antsy after a while and you want to change like you said Mm -hmm. because uh, it gets um, repetitive and we get bored with repetitive so it's so important to do everything in Right, some amount, right amount, like moderation. Uh, so that's my take on that. Yeah, it's a good point when you talk about the mic too, um, Brian. You could probably talk into this a little bit. There, there was a time when I was telling you that you had a, um, you, you had to find a better why behind doing this stuff, mm-hmm. and there was probably a moment where your why was you wanted to be the star of the show or you, or you wanted to be the lead or you wanted to be seen or, you know, whatever that is. And, and that's a, that's very common. Um, 
but but I, I was thinking about this just a second ago actually the, the same idea same concept where I was watching you and you were doing a, a great job by the way of, of introducing Paul and, and that whole moment but but now in that moment we've now been live for what is it uh, six hours mm-hmm. and it's now a job to be the only one on the mic to have all the focus on you and you can't wait to have it off of you probably mm-hmm. right am i right yeah isn't that isn't that crazy it is to think wild. about that yeah and, 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 and so so to get to that place like to find your way to the other side of it before like going through the pain i mean i don't know you maybe want to talk about that sure yeah and that is a hundred percent um i was uh always and it honestly i say was meaning that like i'm better at it now <laughs> um but it's always been a struggle because yeah, i'm sorry you mean like the struggle's not you're not like done it's, it's an ongoing struggle, struggle it, yeah. right so like um there it's it's like this jealousy that that peaks inside of me um at, at where i want to I want to achieve certain things or do certain things um, and be seen a certain way, right? And I think recently you've helped me release a lot of that um, and get to this place where I, I realized, like, like if you take the, the whole fundraiser concept, we talked about this earlier, but, like, we don't have control over it, yeah. right? Like, what comes in, what doesn't come in financially, how many people watch, like, all we have control in is, is just being present. And, and so you helped me find recently my silly side, um, my me, my fun. And it takes me back at just a moment a while back where Paul even came in and said, like, where's your smile? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where your smile is. Like, what happened to it? And I was like, you know, but that was so fake. Um, <laughs> it's not even funny. But um, that's profound, dude. That's really good. It, it's finally like it's been a process getting it back slowly, but I found it and it's really powerful. And it came from from just kind of realizing and we talked about this in the mornings with Matt that I just need to be me, not any other version of of you or anybody else. But I'm if I'm me, then then people are going to love that. They're going to love me for who I am. And and when it's right to talk, I'll talk. But it's not because I want to, like you said, it, it's because like it was set up to be that way. Mm-hmm. It was right to be that way. Um, and if I am talking <laughs> now, I'm like looking for ways, like we talked about building other people up, you know? Um, and so it's and just cool. I, and I think we find a way also to come to the realization that people, people already did love you for you but you might have associated something else with thinking that that's why they loved you but actually those things they were forgiving those things they were looking the other way on and they always just loved the real you the true you Mm -hmm. and the more you can lean into that the deeper those friendships are going to get and the more people you're going to be able to impact yeah yeah that's really neat so then so then let's take this okay um, and I, I, we were just talking to the bicycle nomad. Mm-mm. Did you get to see some of his yeah, stuff? He's amazing. He's an amazing man. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, this you, I, I would say is, is too much of a good thing. 20, 24 hours. <laughs> it is. It, it, that's the truth. But why are we doing it? You know, our, why supersedes the fact that it, that it's too much. Cause it, cause I'll agree that it is too much. 
but but every now and then i also believe in in going deeper and pushing yourself out of what you think might be your comfort zone so now that we've now that we've done something that we used to think would have been impossible which is put up a daily show now we've done that to the point where that feels easy i personally have this this drive inside of me to then find okay how can i find something that would make me uncomfortable again and push me to the limit in order to discover something new so it's not for me to to prove anything or or anything like that but it's it's to say hey this is an extraordinary feat much like the bicycle nomad traveling the entire underground railroad by bicycle not knowing where he's going to sleep at night i mean that's an amazing thing and not that he had to he did it because he wanted to he chose to and knowing it was going to be hard it's like it's like going on a fast you know if i was if i'm going to fast for for five days or six days and i don't mean no food but like a, a a healthy systematic fast to to clean my mind and my body i know it's going to be hard but at the end of it i also know that what i'll learn from the journey and 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 the clarity that i'll get at the end it's worth the pain leading up to it and so obviously i shouldn't fast my whole life that wouldn't be good for me but every now and then it's good to to step outside of your comfort zone and do something that might be extraordinary or something that you might have previously considered to be impossible so so maybe maybe paul you could talk on the idea of where that concept maybe fits in our life compared to the um you know obviously too much of a good thing it just is too much so in this case yes this is too much but for the greater good and for 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 a, a season in order to learn the lesson along the journey right the, you always say the the struggle are these they're the teachers right so we're all we're all facing a teacher tonight um i would love to love to hear you again talk on this and, and not just because i love your accent but <laughs> <laughs> but your wisdom i appreciate definitely when you put a when you make a choice and you put a goal in front of you it's always fun to challenge yourself that's what we do we challenge ourselves the the most difficult part was it eric was his name eric yeah. what eric did was he let go of control mm. right and i think you mentioned that letting go of control is probably the most difficult thing to do for us as human beings during any activity going on a journey doing a meditation even going to sleep sometimes we cannot let go of control and letting go of control is one of the biggest things we can do to help ourselves when uh, like you're doing a 24 hour podcast and you let it flow and let let it, the creative part of all of you come out and it's actually going to be easy and fun you know and not concentrating on anything just letting it go and letting it flow and that will be a little bit more not as um repetitive and you just part of the and observing this little journey you, that you um put your mind to that that goal of 24 hours and uh, you're not counting minutes oh it's going to be over in uh, 10 hours or 20 hours or you just letting you just observing it and letting it flow and that's the key and when we do that we get into that special place 
in our consciousness, right? Special place where everything becomes a little bit more, I would say, comfortable, relaxing, and you actually experience your reality on a different level, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Um, so, so Paul, let me just ask, is there, um, is there anything right now um, on your heart, something that you that you're feeling that either we need or people need to hear right now. And, and I know, I know maybe we're not ready to go like too deep <laughs> right now, but, um, you know, the, and I, and I don't want to go into any kind of specifics, but there, without a doubt, we're going through turbulent times as, as a people. And, and there are, you know, um, people who are who are mad at each other or they have very specific points of view and and um and and as many people as we can reach to to find an inner peace um what will be good as we navigate whatever comes next here um through through our own country's election process and and as we navigate some social issues that are very important and and as we um, we navigate a, a, a worldwide pandemic, I mean, something that would have been unheard of nine months ago. And, and now the, the entire, if, if we look at it this way, the entire world now can, can sympathize with each other and, and can understand one another in a whole new way. And there's something very beautiful about that too, you know? So um, I'm, I'm just curious if, if there's anything maybe you could start a conversation on that, um, that, that, that people maybe need to hear an idea of something right now, getting down to their, their divine roots, let's say. Uh, sure. Um, our world is what we call chaos. But from the chaos, everything is born. So whatever we see now externally what's happening it's actually happening within our own selves within us so my advice to people would be to start creating some sort of order within themselves and that will reflect order externally so internally order, that means external will be order. That's one thing. Second thing, we are giving too much power away to all the noise around us. We are trying to control the game, what we call life, every little thing. And we worry about things that are in the future, what's going to happen and all of those things take our power away so my advice to people is to bring their awareness their concentration on their present moment because that's where all the power lies start working on yourselves start reading the right material that elevates your inner light 
your connection with your divine self, God, whatever people like to call their divine roots. And grow that part of themselves. And once they start doing that, all that noise that's happening in our world becomes just like a movie. And we just experience it. And it will flow and you'll be an observer. And you'll see how the world is actually also evolving. People are evolving. It's just people are afraid of growth and change because growth represents death. Every time we grow, some part of us will have to die for the new part has to be born. And we resist. What we're seeing now is resistance of our our growth and our change. We try to hold on to the old ways and um, we resist. But I think I only see a lot of, I, I do see a lot of positives. Yes, we lost people. Yes, there was chaos and uncomfortable situations during the pandemic. But look what happened. People went within. People had time to spend with themselves. They got they, they had to watch Netflix and all those things, but they got tired of that and they had to they were forced to go within to see what really is going on within themselves. And unfortunately a lot of people were too uncomfortable to face themselves. So they went on all types of antidepressants. I heard a lot of people uh, were very um, depressed and uncomfortable because, of course, disorder within. They saw how what was really going on within themselves. So COVID actually shed the light because people had to have time to actually look within, see what's happening with them. And I think there's always going to be positives within a negative situation. So we need to, as a people, we need to concentrate more on positive things than negative. Because if we concentrate on positive things, we grow positive energy all over. And when when a person is happy, let's say you, Matt, you're a happy person. You're always excited. You're always trying to be uh, as uh, you know expressive with positivity and laughter as possible. So people around you want to be next to you. What type of people? People that want to be positive, people that want to change in a good way. But if you would be depressed all the time or angry, what type of people are going to be around you? Same, depressed and angry and people that cause all type of damage. So as a people, my advice, and there's a lot of people advising this for thousands of years, is to be, try to concentrate on positive things unhappy things laugh no matter what's going on try to look on a positive note grow that positive light within and that will help your space your sphere of consciousness and it will attract the right same people and will grow like a positive fire and slowly neutralize this negative noise that's happening um around us 
Uh, yes, we live in this physical world, so we do have to work, provide for ourselves and our family. Uh, a lot of people uh, in the spiritual world thinking money is evil or this and that. I wanted to actually talk about that too. And um, all those rules that are put on, that are, don't apply to this world. We still are here and we still have to um, play by the certain laws. We still have to eat, we still have to rest and sleep, all those things. So uh, there's a lot of confusion and misinformation also driving people to very uncomfortable state. It drives them to fear because they, don't, they can't pinpoint what's happening. And this, what you talked about, uh, what's happening with our politics and everything, there's so much informational overload that people are in a state of confusion and they cannot pinpoint a lot of things and that causes fear and everybody becomes on edge everybody becomes uh, uncomfortable and what it causes um, to get people off their center and people become very easily explosive and angry with each other and um, that's why there's a state where we're in now. Everybody trying to, there, you know, the ego, like we talked about. The ego loves the stuff. Who's important, who's not important, who's better, who's worse. The ego loves that duality. The ego wants to, that program, what we carry on ourselves, wants to get us into a direction of, to show how important the ego is. You know, and our job is to know not to identify with the ego, but to identify with our heart, with our divine self. Um, and that's um, the advice I will give. And if you guys want to talk about uh, money and all that stuff, we could get into that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I know you were you were talking about that. I think that's a that's a great thing to go into. And then and then after we we go down the the money path. Um, I want to, I want to maybe share an acting exercise that we take actors through in order to help them ground themselves and, and release fear and get themselves into, into a scene or into a play. And it, it really is good for life. And, and it's one of those things that actually, um, it's interesting because you know we've we've talked a lot about you but the you really do carry a certain energy and anybody who's been watching the podcast now for the last 7 hours you can feel that my entire energy changed my breathing patterns changed the way that I'm talking changed and and you you bring a sense of peace with you that's very beautiful and and it's um the same as you were saying about me, it may, it draws people like me to you because, um, because I do have a, I, I call it a high motor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm always running, you know, and I want to, I want to, um, I want to do a lot of things, you know, but at the same time, I, because I have that motor, I, I crave, 
I d- sometimes I don't even realize I crave it, but I do crave that time where I can slow down completely. And so I was reminded of this exercise that I would love to, uh, to just mention and then, and then you can, you can talk on it. Um, but I'd like to mention what the exercise is later so that people can maybe try it at home, even whether they're an actor or not, they could do this thing to help ground themselves into, um, into the earth, into the space a little bit. So, um, but yeah, let's go into, let's go into money a little bit and talk about that. All right. Um, money that's the way i see it everybody has their own interpretation of things their own viewpoints and i have uh, my own and for some people it might work and for some people it might not but i look at money as energy and some people let's say his family was poor all the time, all his life. And all of a sudden, the guy becomes very wealthy. He will, he might not be able to handle the energy, and he becomes destructive with the money, either bad habits or becomes very uh, power-hungry uh, human being, where... He wants to control a lot of things with money and manipulate things with money and for the negative way. Or a person could actually use that money to grow his own light within and help other people to grow the light within with that money as well. Once again, it's a choice. How will you be able to handle that energy? Some people, they fall into the trap of the ego. And some people realize it and start working on themselves and use that energy wisely. And I think, as a lot of people think, a lot of money... Like they said, I think in the Bible it says if it's easier for a camel to go through a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a the needle, the eye of the needle, yeah, than uh, a rich man to get to heaven. And that's because people get attached to their wealth, attached to their uh, stuff. And But if we practice law of detachment and knowing that money is here just like energy it's here now and tomorrow it's not it's just here given to us to grow us as uh, conscious beings to grow our consciousness to become love when we look at it that way actually money is good money is a helper to help us and help others in that way but if it gets uh, into the ego side and the person is using money for self-gain only and for his bad habits or whatever it is that's self that's destructive and that's and yet he's he's attached to it so much he'll have a hard time and that's yeah that's going to be that's true then that's saying that he's going to be so heavy even when he leaves the body he's going to have issues because he's so attached to the physical world because due to his money I wanted to touch on that. I think it's a 
Yeah, that's uh, that is really powerful stuff, and and it, it goes into what we were talking about uh, with Eric in the last segment, but the idea of letting go, and what that really means to be free. And if you're not, if you can't let go, if you can't practice detachment, and to a certain degree, you you never get to feel the absolute freedom of that. You know, it's it is funny, money, um, how it can be so empowering and then it can also elicit fear joey actually was um we had this we had this talk the other day in the car he was buying a new car a car for a a used car but new for him and so he had four thousand dollars that he had saved and you said you know money is energy it's like stored energy right Mm -hmm. and it's the so you store up this energy so you can then expend the energy on something and so he had saved $4,000, and that, that, that represented a lot of stored energy for Joey. And he had it in an envelope, and it used to be in the bank, where, it, where he, it felt safe, even though it was really not even safe there, but it felt safe. But now it's in an envelope, and I, and I brought it to his attention. I said, I said, isn't it a little scary to hold the money? And he said, yeah, so scary. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because you know our currency, if you think about it, it's paper. Right. And I and I I looked at him, I said, you know, think about it. It could be lit on fire and that stored energy is gone. I mean it's just gone. And and you can't go back to the bank and go, Hey, I it lit on fire, I need to get like they're gonna say, Sorry, man. <laughs> like that's gone. And so so th- that's just that representation of like that's that's this uh it's this thing that feels real, but it's really it's the idea of it more than anything else. And it's this transfer of energy that moves back and forth. Um, and it's, it's the fact that we've all bought into it and we all agree upon it. And as soon as somebody, as soon as we disagree that that's worth anything, it's just paper. Yeah. But for now, uh, and this time and space continuum, money is, has weight. It does. And the interesting part is when we're young, we're making the money. We try to make as much money as we can. We get to a certain level, certain, you know, where we're comfortable. And then we work on preserving and not losing the money. So, so some people say, oh, no, I'll work until 40. I'll retire mm-hmm. with a certain money in my, you know, in this bank account and all of that. No, you're not going to have that peace. What happens? Then you're afraid to lose it. Afraid to lose it in a stock market, in a real estate crash, or here or there. Always attachment always worry always stress that comes with the money you, and uh, the more money the more you're afraid to lose it mm-hmm. because it gives you that comfort you don't want to lose the comfortable lifestyle so can can you live in a mansion one day and still be comfortable if you lose the mansion and be in an apartment the next day and uh, if you are comfortable that means you're not attached and can you be as humble as you were in the first day? And then when you were very wealthy, man, the same guy, same humbleness, same everything. And that's a big thing because that energy that you just said, if you put on fire, mm-hmm. you'll be upset if a couple of hundred dollars just lit on fire. You right. will get upset. Why? Because that energy affected you. Right. You just lost energy for no reason. Yeah. And people 
when you lose energy when you talking to some people and you argue or you get jealous or you that's basically burning your energy right. burning money yeah. and that's why we get so angry um sometimes because that represents time right it represents the yeah the that you 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 sacrificed time for this yeah that's and uh, work your energy you had to work physically right or mentally for that money so you feel very uncomfortable when you lose so then the freedom comes from the flow you know what you what you said actually is and and i you know i don't i don't claim that i'm uh completely released of the fear or anything but but this has been something where i i actually don't feel too attached to money it has never been a a huge motivator for me um and and i remember my great uncle actually had a pretty big impact on my life he sat me down when i was young and he he served me like a very expensive meal my 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 uncle was a, a he, he was a world traveler and he a very smart guy and he served me a very expensive meal and then took me to a uh arizona cardinals football game and and at the end he said he said you want to be the kind of man who can enjoy fine wine and caviar and beer and peanuts and i that always stuck to me it was like the idea of of what where you are is is the most important thing and enjoy that and and allow yourself to enjoy the fine things but allow yourself to enjoy wherever you are you know in whatever place you're in and um you know i talk about that that a lot where um you know we're doing this fundraiser right now and we're we're so appreciative of any any money that comes in is very helpful but but the truth is even if this pandemic had a worse effect on us and we had to shut down this building it doesn't shut us down because i i i don't need i don't need this all this stuff you know i've i've taught in a room and i was very happy with just one room and being able to share and help people and if and that's all i need it's all i need is a room so if i have a bigger space i have more room to to teach more people that's great um but but truthfully it, it i probably don't even make more money because of it, it you know i actually make less because i'm trying to trying to you know help people at a, at a larger level which means there's there's more expenses and there's more of this and there's more of that and so um so it's not even about that you know so so my release and my detachment of that is is something that is a part of me and something I want to obviously keep growing on. Um, but I totally relate to that. And I think, I think a lot of people have um, very deep attachments to things which, cause, which causes a lot of fear, like a whole lot of fear. A lot of fear. And like you said, your great uncle, right? You said yeah. It's going back to being in the moment. Yeah. He appreciated that moment, that second, that peanut and beer as much as he would when he's in a amazing resort with the $10,000 wine and uh, caviar. Uh, and I've met people on multiple levels and I spoke to people on a deep level on multiple levels. It's very interesting what makes people happy. Uh what's the most important thing is feeling complete. Because you could have everything in the world. You could have money, you could have boats, you could have houses, you could have everything. But you still feel incomplete. You could have a family, you could have kids. But still incomplete, you don't have that 
relationship with your inner self. That uh, being in the present moment, because it takes courage to be in the present moment. It, it takes your self being totally and completely in oneness. All these uh, masks that we put on for the world, like for uh, the wife with one way, for the kids with a different way, for uh, somebody outside. So all these masks have to, masks have to go in order to be in the present, in the now. And that takes courage. And there's only a few people that uh, could do that uh, all the time successfully. But we need to practice, all of us. And, and maybe this would be the last thing we say on money, but I'll, I'll go back to the idea of flow. There's, there's such a thing as, um, you know, energy needs somewhere to go. And so if you if you are free of the fear and you learn to give your money, you learn to release the energy into positive places. And like if I feel called to just move on it immediately, we had a, we had a young model on the other day on the, on the morning show. And, and she mentioned a cause that was very important to her. And it was, it was a, a cause I didn't know about. There was this town, um, uh, Flint, Michigan, that had a huge water problem and I didn't know about it. And these people have been doing some really great work and bringing in um, these different ways to bring clean water to these people. 100,000 people have, have lead in the water and they have no way of getting clean water. And they were, um, they were taking water bottles and they had to use them to shower with. And like, you know I mean? I mean, really hard, hard situation. And you feel this compelling to give, right? And you either follow it or you don't. And I, and I, right in that moment, as she started talking about that, it was like, boom. And I just told Brian, I just, I just threw my credit card and I said, give right. Like right now, like, don't, don't hesitate. We have to just, we have to just release that because, and, and what's interesting is I don't do it for this purpose, but I know it to be true that money carries that energy. And if, and if you, if you, if you sort of prove in this, this way of, of not being afraid of it, that I can release it and, and give freely weirdly the more you give it turns out the more that becomes attracted to you because the energy wants to flow through something that's going to go someplace and if you hold on to it and you become very scared you're not going to attract a whole lot more money to you because because it's going to be like well that energy is going to feels like why, why would i want to go get stuck you know i, I want to be in the flow i want to i want to be moving into the next thing and i mean i even our entire economy is built on that you know people feel like like right now when, when things shut down that it, they want from the fear, they felt like that they, they had less, but the truth is there isn't less money. There's the same amount of money, even more maybe if we're printing new money, right? But it's the flow of money that stopped it, and, and we want to, we want to activate the flow. I remember my mom told me that during one of the earlier financial crisis when she was younger, she heard the president come on and, and, and give a speech and, and, and it's sort of funny cause she's a, you know, she likes to shop, but she, she actually meant this. She said, I went out and I went shopping and I bought something from the, from the department store in order to activate the flow of money. And she's like, I literally just wanted to do my part in not being afraid and, and activating that, you know, flow back into the economy. And she said, I was, I was doing my part to contribute to 
starting up the economy again and not being afraid to release the money. And, um, and so, yeah, so I think the idea of, of flow is something that we want to, we want to make a part of our life as well. Think about a river. If the river flows, that means it's alive. Everything is the way it should be. When the river gets a blockage, it stagnates, becomes a swamp. Mm-hmm. Same thing with our bodies, same thing with our emotions, same thing with our mental thoughts. That's what we call blockages. When they happen, it becomes very unhealthy for us. Mm. And either our thoughts or emotions or our physical body, whatever. Same thing with the money flow. If a person is accumulating and accumulating, and some people don't even enjoy they, they just accumulate them as stamps or whatever, just accumulating uh, because they feel more comfortable, because they're afraid that a little less, they feel fear, not enough, not enough. That's why some people just can't ever retire. And once again, it comes to be unhealthy. So there's got to be a balance, like you said, of receiving and then giving, receiving and then giving. And like you said, the more you give, I think the more comes back in some ways and it will come back in certain ways it doesn't have to come with money but energetically it will come back money too but energetically sometimes it comes back as well Uh, so it's interesting all right so uh so we're going to obviously continue here for a while longer with our 24-hour podcast but the divine roots podcast has already gone over our regular time I will end, though, with, with that quick exercise because I, we promised we would. So um, here's the acting exercise you can take with you in order to ground yourself and, and become more present. And, uh, hey, Joey, would you do me a favor? Could you, could you get uh, Paul a cup of water in a, in a styrofoam cup in one of those coffee cups? Because I, I want him to do this with me. And maybe, uh, do you have water, Brian? Uh, yeah, I do. Perfect. You can. You want to join us? Yeah. This, this is a this this is a pretty fun pretty fun exercise, and you know, um, the stage can be this representation of life, and and it's why it's so important to um, to do some of this work if you're feeling called to do it because even the the feeling of the the false pressure. And you realize, like, I, I, I built this all this fear up, and then once I've overcome it, it becomes easier. And then there's a new pressure that you can build up. And I think that's good for our systems, actually, to, to, to rise into a fear and then overcome the fear and rise into fear and overcome the fear. And so when an actor hits the stage and they're, they're not present, this is a great exercise for you if you're out there and, and you want to feel more present in your life and, and you want to feel more present on the stage as an actor. Um, here's what you can do. And you, and you notice when Paul came in, my energy shifted and I, I started immediately breathing different. And I, and I realized that I can't, you and I can't operate if I'm too fast. And, you know, I have to slow down. And so, so what we do here is we, we start by breathing. Big, deep breaths. And then we connect into the room. And the reason I got the water is because I wanted to I wanted to take a drink, but but before we do, I want to see 
the water. Appreciate the water. Feel the texture in your mouth and as it, as, it, as it runs down your throat and actually experience the water going into your system. And we realize there's so many things that are so beautiful in our lives that we take for granted always. But when you slow down to really just stop and appreciate, it kind of changes things. It reminded me of the, you know, Eric on the side of the road with no water. Hmm. And, and until you're without, sometimes you don't appreciate, but you don't have to go without in order to appreciate, you just have to slow down. So if we can take a second, we'll just take a, a, a moment to take a drink, very slow. now all of a sudden that little noise sounds loud, right? You take the drink. Here's the next thing you do. Touch can be very powerful. So you can just start to feel the textures of different things and to acknowledge and be grateful for the energy that it has and to understand that, that I'm not afraid of you and you're not afraid of me and we are together. And the ground can be the same way. The ground is very powerful as an actor. Um, we, we call it the roots, really. And so I, I would say ground yourself. Root yourself in the ground. If you're doing it properly, I shouldn't be able to push you over. You should be rooted into the ground. And, and this can happen by taking off your shoes or wearing the, the right shoes. And if you start to you know, appreciate just the things and you just slow down and it's like it, this is it, it's beautiful it's energy you know and you connect into it everything changes and all of a sudden you become so much less anxious and now all of a sudden as i start to breathe into let's just say these these glasses right here i can feel them i can use the texture to breathe into where i am and now as an actor it's a little different than life because in life I'm just appreciating and maybe I'm thinking about love and some, some connection. As an actor, what I do is the same thing, but I go to where my character's thoughts would go. That way I can live this life, this moment on the stage as that person. So if I've done the work, I'm then kind of living through them and I'm allowing this, this energy to now affect my character that I've built. And that's when you activate your thought life because your thoughts become your reality. And so as you believe your thoughts, you believe your character, your, your character then comes to life and then, then you're relaxed on the stage. And from there, I can react honestly and organically. And that's where we want to get to as people always too. And so I, I always say, you know, um, in the most heightened situation, whatever that is, that's when, that's when you need, it requires the most discipline to relax at the highest level. And so if I was in, if I was in danger and I needed to escape and I was driving my car fast and weaving between lanes because someone's chasing me, 
that's the time I have to be very focused, but also relaxed. Because from the tension, there's going to be mistakes. But from the relaxation on my face, you should you should see almost there's nothing wrong. And and from there, you'll find your way out. But from the from the anxiousness and the tenseness, you can't be in the room. It's impossible. And uh, so that's the exercise I wanted to share with everybody. Thank you. All right, so this has, been, uh, this has been Divine Roots, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. The podcast here online is going to continue, but we are going to end our Divine Roots podcast here with our Divine Roots music. <laughs>